Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a wrap-up of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess, and on today's podcast, a tale of migrants braving the freezing cold at the border. There were moments where it started raining again or snowing again even, and there are people just out without any shelter. So we just kept going. Arizona lawmakers look for a way out of the housing crisis. Topping the list is the Arizona Starter Home Act, which would ban cities from requiring minimum lot sizes or setting rules for how close homes could be built to each other. And Pima County prepares a new climate action plan. Priorities for the funding include addressing air pollution and environmental justice issues. Hundreds of migrants waded through the night near Sasabe over the weekend, enduring snow and freezing temperatures. Danielle Kamara reports. People began crossing the border Friday in a remote area east of Sasabe, including many families and children. Humanitarian aid groups say by Saturday night, about 400 people were waiting to be processed by Border Patrol. Aid volunteer Bryce Peterson says Border Patrol only picked up a limited number of people, so aid groups began bringing migrants to the Border Patrol station in Sasabe. Without it, somebody would die because there were moments where it started raining again or snowing again even, and there are people just out without any shelter. So we just kept going. Uh, it took us almost all day to, to get everybody back to back to Sasabe. Border officials did not respond to requests for comment in time for this broadcast. I'm Danielle Kamara, AZPM News. We'll hear more from Danielle later in this podcast. After a record-breaking semester last year, the University of Arizona's campus pantry is cutting back. Paola Rodriguez has our report. The pantry is limiting its food options, removing hygiene products, and reducing its point allowance, which determines how many items each individual can take in a visit. The change comes after a record-breaking semester, with over 32,000 visits from nearly 4,000 individuals. In their statement, the pantry said the service is not designed to be the sole solution to food, but rather to fill in the gaps. They say the rising demand and increased grocery costs are forcing the cutback to ensure the pantry can still accomplish that mission. I'm Paola Rodriguez, AZPM News. A year ago, Arizona lawmakers abandoned a comprehensive effort to overhaul local zoning powers, all in the name of boosting the state's housing supply. Ben Giles reports on renewed efforts by Republicans and Democrats who agree something must be done. Last year, cities and towns held off an omnibus bill to strip them of much of their zoning power. This year, lawmakers are voting on piecemeal measures in hopes of garnering bipartisan support for at least some bills. Topping the list is the Arizona Starter Home Act, which would ban cities from requiring minimum lot sizes or setting rules for how close homes could be built to each other. Democrats lined up behind the GOP-backed plan at a recent hearing. Representative Annalise Ortiz says most of her caucus agrees on the need for a statewide approach to rolling back what she called onerous local zoning regulations. Ben Giles, Phoenix. Measles is back in Arizona. The Maricopa County Department of Public Health confirms a case Saturday from an international visitor. Cases of the highly infectious disease are rising across the U.S. and overseas. The measles virus can survive in the air for hours and can spread to unvaccinated people long after an infected individual has left a room. Symptoms include fever, runny nose, and a rash. Officials say staying up to date with vaccinations is important. 
Arizona will have 28,000 fewer registered nurses than it needs by 2025. That's according to the National Center for Health Workforce Analysis. It cites this as a bigger disparity than any other state in the country. The evolving nursing shortage across the country has already caused delays in care. Researchers warn the continuing shortage could cause clinical errors that lead to higher mortality rates for patients. The nursing shortage particularly impacts critical access hospitals, which are rural community hospitals designated by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and tribal health care facilities that provide care to Native American communities in rural areas. Arizona's highest-ranking Republicans are suing the Biden administration for designating a new national monument in northern Arizona. From KJZZ Radio, Cameron Sanchez reports. The Biden administration designated the ancestral footprints of the Grand Canyon as Arizona's newest national monument in August, with the support of several tribal communities. It encompasses about 1,400 square miles around the Grand Canyon. Many sites on the land are considered sacred. The National Monument designation blocks new uranium mining in the area. In their lawsuit, Republican Senate President Warren Peterson, House Speaker Ben Toma, and Treasurer Kimberly Yee say the designation is a violation of the Antiquities Act, which is intended to limit the president's proclamation to historic landmarks in the smallest compatible area. Cameron Sanchez, Phoenix. The University of Arizona's Alfie Norville Gem and Mineral Museum has received a massive collection of mineral specimens, along with a $1.6 million commitment to establish an endowment for conservation and education. The gifts come from the family of Arthur Rowe, a former Tucson resident who was an avid collector, author, and lecturer on minerals. The donation includes nearly 10,000 micromounts, tiny mineral specimens that are viewed under microscopes. Museum director Violetta Wolf says the donation includes specimens from areas where minerals can no longer be collected. She says the museum is thankful for a gift that can be shared with the public and says the endowment will help develop educational programming and maintain the collection. Pima County is drafting a new climate action plan to address climate change impacts in southern Arizona. Hannah Cree reports. Pima County officials said the action plan will help secure federal funding from the Environmental Protection Agency. County officials said they expect to request up to $200 million of the $4.6 billion the EPA has available in climate pollution reduction grants. Those grants come from the Inflation Reduction Act. Priorities for the funding include addressing air pollution and environmental justice issues like excessive heat and lack of shade. The grant could also offer major opportunities for expanding the county's electric vehicle fleet and making government buildings more energy efficient. Pima County is also working with nonprofit partners on ideas that will benefit the plan. I'm Hannah Curry, AZPM News. The number of Mexican families crossing the U.S.-Mexico border grew nationwide in 2023, but nowhere is that more true than in Arizona's Tucson sector, where the number of Mexican people traveling in a family grew from 8,500 in 2022 to more than 120,000. We have this in-depth report from Danielle Camara. It's breakfast time at the Kino Border Initiative in Nogales, Sonora, and dozens of migrant families are here. Kids run around as volunteers spoon heaps of huevitos and frijoles with warm tortillas onto people's plates. 
A soft-spoken 27-year-old named Rosa is here with her son, who's nine. We're only using Rosa's first name because she fled threats on her life and is afraid she could be found. Near the noisy kitchen, Rosa says in November they fled their little town in the southern Mexican state of Guerrero, about 1,500 miles south of here. She had endured threats and then physical attacks from men who had lost a land dispute with her father. She reported the incidents, but in the end, the authorities wouldn't help her. She says her life was in danger and her child was at risk, so she decided to leave. She no longer had an alternative. Most migrants the center helps now come from southern Mexico, says spokesperson Pedro de Velasco. Many, he says, have small children. And Guerrero, if we only consider Guerrero, you know, as a country, it would be the top one country. A lot of people are fleeing Guerrero. And they tell us about this, this total impunity, like, you know, the cartels are pretty much running towns. In the past, De Velasco says most migrants told them they were coming to the U.S. for economic reasons. Now, more than 83 percent say they're fleeing violence. Ariel Ruiz Soto with the Migration Policy Institute says Mexican cartels have routed many of these migrants to Border Patrol's Tucson sector because officials there are overwhelmed. And when they see that in Tucson, that Tucson is not able to to keep up with the processing of migrants, or that at least most migrants are being released, then that's when the the, 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 the smuggling groups take that opportunity to take advantage and, and advertise it as if you go through Tucson, if you're a family, you're likely going to go through. He says many of these families will eventually get removed from the country. Rosa, who wants to enter legally, says her only hope now is to use the CBP-1 app, which allows a limited number of people to apply for humanitarian parole. She gets on the app every morning trying to secure an appointment for herself and her son. She's had no luck so far. She says it's a desperate situation to wake up with the hope of getting an appointment and realizing you're not going to, and you're going to have to try again. She doesn't know how long it will take, and after about three months, she's running out of shelters to stay at. Rosa says she left Guerrero with fear, but also courage, to find a place where she could be safe with her son. She says that with all she's gone through, she trusts in God it will pass, and she'll find a place to be safe. It's her only hope. For AZPM News, I'm Danielle Camara in Nogales, Sonora. And that'll catch you up with everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. When you can't catch our on-air newscasts, you can always get the news right here. Be sure to subscribe to AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.